are both uh teaching children any fun stories about kids fun is not the word i would use uh first of all they are not children they are actually rodents so uh i need you to get your terminology correct i prefer young scholars i have actually become my own version of the pied piper so i have finally taught my rodents how to dance in a certain pattern that spells out lick my dick uh, after I played for exactly 38 seconds. Wait, is that why after we played fantasy football this Sunday, a bunch of rats came into my house and scared my wife? <sighs> there are multiple things wrong with that. First of all, I don't play fantasy football with you. And second of all, you know we both have the same wife. So, like, I don't know why she would be at your house at this time. I mean... Did you get the schedules confused? Is she cheating on me with you? I mean, we, it is. I mean, I think she might be cheating on me with you. Fuck. Or here, okay. I have, I have a way we can settle this. Charlie, will you take the wife? Yeah, just get her off her uh, hands. Fine. She'll go to. A, I mean, I'll give her a good home. I know. I know. This okay. is the third one. We just can't commit like third, we used to. We like, and I know. I, honestly, we should be really giving them a say in this matter. That's because, okay. I'm getting a nice little collection going. <laughs> Look, they can't. They can't say anything about. I mean, and they to be clear, we're not, we're not talking about a person, right? We're talking about the inflatable dolls. The, yeah, game, right. My wife. Obviously, I'm confused, yeah. My 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 wife. Yeah. The almost yeah. real dolls. It's the knockoff of real dolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, this thing. We never clean them. Um. Yeah, that'd be a nice little gift to you, right? You know, it's a. We'll, we'll consider. We'll say it's a gift. For tax gift. purposes. And you guys know yeah. why, why would why would be why would we be giving something? Um, you guys know why? Because it's Hanukkah. giving. It is Whoa, Hanukkah. Boy, or it was nah, Hanukkah. Nah, nah, nah. Um, no, that wasn't what I was thinking because I'm. I, I follow the, the the one true lord, uh, Krampus. Oh, that's why it's the Barry Jim's episode, and we always try and give our best intentions to the writers we're reading. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. That checks out. Christmas checks out. and July. It's that is, snowing it is right now. Just kidding. And it's snowing somewhere. Somewhere, definitely. That's always true, isn't it? Isn't it always snowing? Right, yeah, the sun never sets on the British... Yeah, the snow, right. The British snow. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> climate change scientists. What the fuck? Why is it always snowing if it's so warm? Yeah. Checkmate. Uh, climate atheists. science, yeah. <laughs> I can't even spell climate, so you're you're wrong immediately. That's you know? true. I mean, that's a pretty good if point. You can't spell something; spell. its effects have don't work on you. The, yeah, well, are we, I mean, are that's you, the classic. 
Are you saying yeah. we hit the climax of climate? Oh. What's a... I can't uh, spell that, so I never... Not yet, to. according to scientists, hey! Oh, fucking idiots. Pieces of shit. Close. They sell nothing but lies so by close. the deep state funded by China. If you believe it, even a single second word of it, you're a part of the deep state fucking It's the business. lizard uh, people. Very... The lizard people. You know, we've come out very conspiratorial for this Christmas episode. <laughs> 9-11 <laughs> was an outside job. <laughs> How dare you? Are you suggesting that Christmas was invented by the Anunnaki? I mean, I was gonna leave it as an open question. Oh, did I come on a little slow? But did I give away our agenda? I mean, okay, so what let's let's lay out the agenda today. We're gonna read a story, and in the process of reading the story, we're gonna try and convince everybody that climate change is is false. Um like that, and that the yeah, it's gonna be a hard one, man. They're getting people right in the dome with their science and facts. We're gonna have to find a way. Do you guys know how to discredit those? Uh, feelings. feelings. Feelings don't care about your because you know what? Feelings don't care about facts. No. Okay, so we got that, and then also we need to remember to. Um, what was the second goal we had? We had a goal. It was going to be. We needed to rank at least a ten on the Shapiro meter. Of annoyingness. I actually want to tell you guys because this is indeed the Christmas Berry Gems. I got you both presents. Ooh, so, you got uh, presents? Yeah, so if you, you know, here you go, guys. Uh, here's one for you, uh, fancy octopus. Okay. And, and here's one for it's you, the... Charlie. All right. Ooh. I don't know how to describe what, what you gave me. It's kind of you, you don't like mouse shaped. Well, I mean, I just don't know what it is. I mean, it's, it looked kind of like a mouse. Well, so it actually is a stuffed Mickey Mouse. Oh. Yeah, so I finally got that son of a bitch. I know how you're talking about how, you know, you're Warner Brothers for life because of the greatness of Harry Potter. So I fucking killed him for you. Thank God, dude. I've been really wanting to get rid of this Mickey Mouse guy. I mean, he has just been a sword in my thigh my thigh ever since you know he tried to take on harry potter with his uh with his you know wizards of waverly place they really just didn't drive not too big for his britches exactly and his britches were pretty small yeah and and charlie i know you would like that i got you a free hong kong t-shirt wow because you know I, I i know that you're you know very pro you got hong me kong. a whole hong kong for free? I got you. I actually, yes, I got you all of Hong Kong. So the Chinese no longer have it. That's a pretty because, good deal. Because, oh, oh, is it because you killed Mickey Mouse here? Yeah, so Mickey oh. Mouse actually controlled China. It's a multi-step process. We'd be here forever to talk about <laughs> So this. you liberated I mean, China? Uh, I liberated the world, actually. Thank you very much. Mm. But China, apparently, according to my world geography class, is a part of China. Uh, yes, and oh. apparently they, you know, I had to kill Winnie the Pooh, obviously, but uh, you know, that was he, I that mean, was like the dictator sacrifice. of China, so I killed him, and then you know, I got China for myself. Yeah, I mean, Winnie the Pooh's become such a dick since he took over China. I'm glad you got rid of him. You know, I ever since he said he was going to become president for life, I knew, you know, I knew Winnie the I, Pooh need to be brought down. That some bit. The honey was going straight to his head. I, I mean, honestly. he wouldn't let Piglet have any of it. I mean, I knew something was up when he said all he cared about in life was honey. I knew right then and there honey was a code word for geopolitical power in the region. And that was obvious. I know, right? I mean, 
Yep, that, well, that, I feel like that one being... hundred acre woods policy was gonna, you know. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. fuck over the entire world. Yeah, that starved millions. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, it's good that Winnie the Pooh has been taken down. Disney has also been toppled in China, so we have a free Hong Kong. I mean, honestly, that was our second goal. You, I have it on the list here. It was uh, to liberate Hong Kong during this episode, and I, I think we did. So, I mean, that's a that's a pretty good deal, honestly. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I know you got it for free, but I would have paid couple hundred bucks for hong kong yeah i mean okay merry christmas couple, hun- couple hundred bucks i mean come on it's like 25 dollars with a coupon okay it was just a nice <laughs> present let's not you know overvalue okay okay we will, we'll we'll humble him uh so yeah thank you for so much for the presents uh merry christmas to all the listeners this is uh you know this is our christmas episode we got gifts we saved china and we're going to disprove climate science using feelings Whoop, whoop. Um, right. I'm sure that'll be fine. Uh, with us today, we got Proper Gent and Charlie, the the utmost Christmas experts I can think of. I How mean, we got you. You you actually studied Christmas like last week, I believe, which was I thought was a little late, but uh, right. No, I'm I'm actually writing a dissertation on the biology of elves. Okay, so is is the pointy ears real, or is the are the is that makeup like? like no, that, that's that's complete Hollywood. In real life, they actually have pointy noses. Oh, that's oh, I don't know if I like that. I mean, you'd stab yourself every time you need to blow your nose, right? I, and they frequently do. Hmm. There's These a, are problems I, that I just I've actually I just discovered live some with. interesting things. Uh, turns out they actually get uh, endorphin like rush, uh, almost a sexual rush from act- building toys. So, uh, oh, really? Yeah, it's not all just coincidence. There's a, there's a complete okay. biological scientific that explanation is, for it. There is, there is a cycle here that we need to to admire. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess uh, we should just just stop, stop, uh, just stop uh, beating around the bush. Let's talk about Christmas. Um, do you guys like Christmas? It has its, uh, it has its draws. Yeah. I mean, I'm personally not a huge fan of Christmas. I feel like it's become too, um, there's too much Jesus in it. I, I need more penguins is what I've been looking for. Oh, you're for. looking like, happy I really, holiday, people. I know, man. I'm saying happy holidays, and I'm like, where is penguin Christmas? You know, where is, where are all the, whatever happened to, hey, Merry Penguin to you and all the good Christmas? You know, it's, no, no, now everyone's saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I'm not having it. You know, well, I was I was feeding penguins a couple weeks ago, and uh, they they had some thoughts on the matter. I, I honestly, I wish you recorded them. That would have been wonderful to have. They actually for my, they my agenda. The ones I talked to, because I don't want to make their entire culture, you know, a monolith. You don't want to do that to yeah. any demographic ever. But they were wanting to push for like a bureau of penguin affairs, like a federal bureau, to try to get I things mean, that, like that would, passed, which I was in favor of. That, yeah, I mean, I'd all I'd be totally down for that. You know, get those interests more up front and center with the federal government. So, uh, proper gent, you have any specific Christmas things you like? Like, sweet, we're on the same page then. Uh, so the story we're reading today is called a Cyber Saber Christmas Story. Um, it's written by the Great Alley on good Fitch- alliteration. She also. Yeah, you know, actually, I, I didn't notice that. <laughs> that is pretty good. Cyber Saber um, Story. I thought alliteration was three of the same. She also has a Tumblr and a DeviantArt and a fan fiction. 
she's got some cool. She's got some good drawings on her deviant art, you know. Uh, and you know, and I, she doesn't have too much information. Um, rule thirty four in a Christmas story. I'm sure he's not the first. I mean, I, I assume like I'm, you're going to shoot your eye out. That's got to have you know. Oof. That's got to be a rule thirty four, right? Oh my! A Christmas story. <laughs> so wow, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, probably put you on a list, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. Right Someone's back. been naughty. Alleys, yeah, she does like little comics and stuff. Um, That's a, that does sound like the setup to like an elementary insult joke. Like, huh, what did what did Santa say when he saw your mom, your sister, and your girlfriend? Ho ho ho! <laughs> <laughs> you took it back. Yeah. So okay. yeah, she doesn't have too much information on her uh, fiction press, but she's got a DeviantArt and a Tumblr, and she likes Disney theme parks, Felix the Cat, Little Mermaid, the the Moomins, um, uh, the Raccoons, the Simpsons for the Lorax. Ah, oh, yeah. I mean, this is a this is a level of dedication you get from proper gent when he goes to your DeviantArt. I mean, DeviantArt usually is like really sexual, so I guess it tracks, but. That's fair. Anyway, let's just... Uh, you guys just want to dive on in? Dive on in. Dive on in. <laughs> I, can't yeah, I just watched that one recently, too. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> the mozzarella sticks are just cheese. <laughs> she made in Microsoft Paint, I can tell. <laughs> anyway, let's just uh, dive on in. Dive on in. As uh, as far as Zafnar Farfetched was concerned, when a far traditional fetch. Christmas Farfetched, <laughs> I like how in this name they've already admitted this is pretty wild. The funny thing is, Zafnar sounds like it could be a Pokemon as well, and I'm sure in a couple years it will be. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> He's gonna be at the Christmas one. Yeah. When it. When a traditional Christmas carol told him to do something, he made well and did that something. On December 24th, he was walking up and down the hallway of the seventh floor of his apartment building, hanging up bows of holly between all the doors and stringing garland, making sure the halls were thoroughly decked. He had a vague approximation of a jolly song in his heart as he worked. Good king, what's his name, looked out on the feast of Stephen, while the snow fell round about, crunchy, crisp, and even, brightly shone the moon that night, through the frost was cruel, when some poor guy came around, gathering winter's fuel. At the second verse, he he passed his own apartment, where his robotic girlfriend, Lemon Lime, was leaning on the doorframe and watched him with an amused smile. She listened as he attempted... Yeah? Um, I guess we know what he's gotten for Christmas in the past. If he has a robotic girlfriend, <laughs> that's even beyond a real, our, our almost real dolls from earlier. I mean, I'm wondering if the robo girlfriend, like, is that like, is this like Futurama where you'd actually have to court a robot or is it like you go and buy one from Or is it like Blade Runner? Where? Or Blade Runner where you don't even know she's a robot. Like, maybe that's the twist. Oh. <laughs> Was leaning was it also like her name lemon lime makes me think of a soda. That's a, it's, I I like it, but it's really an odd choice for a robot. Right. Well, maybe she's a soda machine. <laughs> <laughs> 
was leaning on the door frame and watching with an amused smile. She listened as he attempted to go into the second verse, which he knew even which he knew even worse than the first one. Hither page and stand by me, if thou know, then tell me then. That thou art peasant, who is he? Where and what's his dwelling? That guy lives somewhere out there, though I'm not so sure. Something about a forest fence by a mountain past detour. Are you going to try for a third verse? Asked Lemon Lime. Or just leave it to rest there. I'm pretty sure I know the whole song, replied Zafnar. He paused, then added, I just need someone to give me a little uh, jump start. How's it begin? Bring me flesh and bring me wine, said Lemon Lime. Okay, and then you'll tell me. Do you know any other Christmas songs? Mom mostly taught me carols, replied Zafnar. We didn't have a radio. I'm the same way, said Lemon Lime. Dr. Clayton didn't want to pay to upload any copyrighted material to me, so public domain was the way to go. Oh, wait. If you're a robot, you can't have music played into you if it's copyrighted. No, that JG shit. What that kind fucking of sucks. Capitalist nightmare scape is this? <laughs> yeah, what the hell's going on? <laughs> the robots can't even listen to music. Doesn't stop you from listening to the radio. Zafnar pinned a piece of holly to her forehead. There. Now you're sufficiently. Lemon Lime smiled. Now sing the holly and the ivy. I don't think I've ever heard that song. The door from the stairwells flew open and the building's cyber-saber landlady, landlord, stormed in, in full attack mode, brandishing her claw. I heard merriment, she shouted. Cease it immediately. I gotta say, I'm loving these names. You got Zafnar, Farfetched, Lemon Lime the Robot, and Landlord the Landlady. <laughs> Zafnar rolled his eyes. Could you be any more of a cartoon villain? She began ripping the holly and garland off the walls as she made her way down the hall to Zafnar's apartment. No, 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 I did not approve of any of this. You can crap up your own apartments all you want, but I am the landlord here and I make the rules in the hallway. When she got to Zafnar, she threw the decorations at his feet. Just because you observe some modern pagan Christian made up nonsense doesn't mean everyone else in the building does. I asked everyone on this floor if this is a thing they wanted, said Zafnar. They were all in agreement. Well, it's my building, and I say no decorations. The monorail station has decorations, said Lemon Line, not because she thought it would score any points in this argument, but because she knew it would wild the landlord up. The monor monorail station took the entire sixth floor of the building and was maintained by Tango City. Wait, wait a minute. Yep. Yeah, oh. I yep. There's a monorail. Oh, there's a, a monorail in the building. <laughs> on the, the sixth dude, they're living on the seventh floor. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> that fucking sucks. What is this fucking hellscape? <laughs> They're living in an apartment directly above the monorail. They're not allowed to put Christmas decorations up. They can't listen to music if they're robots. I'm telling you, this is like a deep cover critique of our <laughs> trajectory as an economic system. <laughs> they're robots. Who cares about comfort? No, only one of them's a robot. Land, land. You're telling me landlord is not the cyber, the cyber saber landlady landlord. She What's might a, be a robot. And then I, lemon lime. Lemon lime's definitely a robot. And we don't know if Zafnar is a robot or not. We oh, are they all robots? They might be. Uh oh, it is a cyber saber. Saber. Christmas Maybe the story. apocalypse happened. Everyone's dead, so nothing makes sense as far as like interior structure anymore. So you do have like monorails in the middle of buildings. I Just, mean, if if they're all robots, I mean they wouldn't mind, right? I mean, if they're all our robots, pro- probably, unless this is such a capitalist hellscape that they actually designed the robots to feel discomfort so that they would be able to, like, buy, <laughs> to buy comfort objects. To feel yeah. better. <laughs> what made the robots have sore feet so that they'll buy feet baths? Well, that's, yeah, that's like the theory behind the Futurama universe robots, is why they're, like, totally mortal and can feel pain, is so that they'll keep. <laughs> They have to buy stuff? No, it's so that they'll keep themselves preserved. It's like, if they feel pain, then they're more likely to protect themselves and stuff. Well, I'm not in charge of the monorail station, am I? She snarled. But I am in charge of the seventh floor. Fine. Said Zafnar, scooping up his decorations. You can keep Christmas out of the hallway if you need that little victory in your life. You can't stop Christmas. Christmas is a contemporary made-up mishmash of customs and cultures people try to bring meaning to by calling it timeless, said Landlord. I will not tolerate it here in my building. Do you not tolerate an actual protest of the appropriation of other cultures, or are you just being a dick? <laughs> I'll be as big of a dick as I want, said Landlord. <laughs> That's a power move right there. <laughs> are you actually mad about the thing, or are you just being awful? I'll be as awful as I want, thank you very much. <laughs> then I was right, said Zafnar. How so? Asked Lemon Lime. Safnar turned to her and said, She is just like a cartoon villain. Don't talk about me to her. Landlord grabbed Zafnar's cheeks and turned him back to face her. Oh, that's... Oh, boy. That is not appropriate behavior, Landlord. You... And which cheeks is she grabbing? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh my. You talk to me about me. Look, said Zafnar. I won't put up decorations in the hallway. I'll just put it up all in my ap- apartment and at the video store tomorrow. And you can be the public area Gestapo if you want. See that you do. And don't just put this all up after I leave. 
Because I'll know. Everyone knows you have the hallway bugged, landlord. Said Lemon Line. God, this is not... I don't like this apartment building. <laughs> she made a clear I'm watching you gesture and then turned around and left back to the stairwell. Zafnar took down the rest of the hallway and dragged it into the apartment. Lemon Lime followed him. I missed my spot. I accidentally scrolled down and I missed where I was reading from. Uh, the videos start tomorrow. Lemon Line repeated. You're working on Christmas. Humbug. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, Charlie? Humbug. Bug? Humbug, yeah. like working on Christmas. Oh, bah humbug? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you not read a Christmas carol? Yeah. Have you never read it? You- I, I've never read it, and I've never read it. Um, oh, you haven't read the entire novel on Reddit? No, I haven't done that. Oh, you didn't I can't do the Reddit read through? Oh, you poor son of a bitch. I was never taught how to read because I was too busy um, learning about feelings and not facts. Oh, so that makes sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, said Zafnar. Do you work usually on Christmas? No, said Zafnar. But now that Mr. Kim made me the store manager, I'm in charge, and I have staff to think about. And that staff is mostly teenagers who know not the ways of the adult world. They're still kids. They want to spend it with their family, and even though they have to grow up sometime, I think they still enjoy the privilege of youth and spend Christmas with their family. What about Manny? Mr. Kim took Manny to the new store. Why are you going to even be open on Christmas? There can't be that many people who want to rent movies in the future. Look, said Zafnar. Our city has a large and varied population of different faiths and traditions. And if they want to have a movie to watch tomorrow when everything else is closed, I provided them with an alternative to the cinema's current lineup. Besides, it's only four hours. From ten to two. I'll meet you at Jihan's afterwards. Wait, so is in this future, did the companies kill the streaming platforms... In favor of video rental stores? <laughs> that is correct. Blockbuster won. Son of a bitch, I knew Blockbuster would come to kill us all. <laughs> oh yeah, I was just saying that that's probably why they have to get the upload permission for the robot, too. Actually, I'm thinking, I like your theory. What if it's that the ruling class doesn't want people to have the freedom and uh, like availability of expression that streaming platforms like YouTube give you? So instead, they can't. They just cancel the internet, and now it's back to Blockbuster. Right, and that's only much Hollywood more centralized. Yeah, so they can control what's available for sale. So the moral of the story is that the internet is the only thing saving us from a dictatorship. I completely agree, and that's why I'm a proud member of the community of Gamergate. <laughs> because I, the best too, the internet has to believe in the power <laughs> of the internet. 
We all know that when we think of the best people on the internet who have the best consciousnesses and the kindest souls, we think of Gamergate. Gamergate and the alt-right, I salute you. I now see that you are defending this world from the tyranny of dictatorships. I will now be a proud boy. Now and forever. God Them proud speak. boys are really... Or you could be an ASW, the Army Surplus Warrior. Oh, yeah, you could be Internet ASW. That's all kind of in the same family, so you'll fit right in. Well, as long as they believe in the Internet and freedom, I support them wholeheartedly. I mean, I mean, I don't know. They probably believe the same thing as Gamergate, where they get to send rape threats to women. I mean, I'm assuming that's what that's they believe freedom in. right there. <laughs> I think the problem is that the freedom you're, to send any. You're type trying to take away the equal rights of men to completely, you know, do whatever they want without consequence, and that's not that's not equal. <laughs> you have the right to equally harass anyone. Thank you, thank you. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Twenty thirty-two. Let's let's get him twenty twenty, baby. Riding candidate. Uh, he definitely is not thirty-five. Have you seen that squirrely fucker? True. He does have a kid though. And we Oof. could send her, her info to Gamergate. Okay, <laughs> I think this is that's our new plan. <laughs> I am more on board with this plan than I thought I'd be. <laughs> I don't even... Oh. Uh, Jihan won't be expecting us until the afternoon. Said Lemon Lime. How about we keep you company at the store until then? We'll still be at his place by three. We'll have dinner. We'll exchange gifts. It'll be a Merry Christmas all around. But you're a fucking robot. Why are we going for dinner? That doesn't really make that much sense if you think... Oh, That's quite an like alley there. I can't believe that was all of the script. I mean, I can't. I mean, even the ad lib part there. There was a part where they writ the the text over what over what he was saying and said, you know, narrator say this. Mm-hmm. Look, I believe in one hundred percent authenticity when I uh, read these stories. So that's what I'm given. Zafnar tossed the garland on his Christmas tree. He didn't drape it lovingly around in a decorative manner. He just tossed it at it at the. He just tossed it at the tree, and it hung there. I'll be right back, said Zafnar. I'm gonna go talk to Landlord. Don't you think you should wait until she calms down? No, I think I'd like to talk to her today. Okay, it's your funeral. Zafnar took the stairs down to the lobby. As it took a little more time, and even though it was his idea to go talk to the landlord, he still felt like delaying it for as long as possible. Still, when he got to her door, he knocked twice and then knocked again. Landlord flung the door open. What do you want? I came to invite you to Christmas. If I wanted Christmas, I don't need your fucking permission. What? I mean, me and my what? friends are going to Jihan's house for Christmas. I thought you might want to come. He lives in the house that used to be the giant robot. Remember that thing? Landlord narrowed her eyes. 
We're going to his... Oh, we're going to his place after my work shift is over at two. If you meet us at the old vine, we can show you where I know where his stupid house is. Snapped, landlord. Okay, so you can show up if you... Landlord slammed the door. There were narrow windows on either side of her door. Through them, Zafnarsar picked up the phone and pushed a button. Then he pressed his back against the wall so she couldn't see him. See he hung around. I'm back, said Landlord. Zafnar listened closely, but he couldn't hear the person on the other end. Look, I know you've been getting complaints. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I've been here for over ten years, and you've never had a problem before. What? What what do you... what do you expect me to? Well, where am I supposed to live? What am I supposed to do for work? You can't just... okay. But I'm going to appeal this so hard. She then pulled the phone away from her ear. Slamming the phone. Really? Then she hung up. Safnar headed back to the elevator, feeling disturbed about what he just heard. It's true, Landlord was probably the single worst person he ever met, even worse than Savannah the second, who was at least able to justify the horrible things he did as being for the greater good. Landlord did what she did simply because she enjoyed making other people suffer. Safnar always knew that Landlord wasn't the owner of the building, that a reclusive rich property owner hired her to mine it for him, and didn't really care what she did as long as she collected the writ and kept the tenants from destroying his property. Apparently that had changed recently, as it sounded like she was soon to be out of a job. Wow. Savannah III, Chancellor of Progress City, was just finishing his work for the evening and getting his office ready for a, for the day off tomorrow. His office had very little in the way of decorations, only a three-foot Christmas tree on the table in the sitting area, decorated with silver globs, globes and a bright gold star on top. Savannah III has, had been doing the best he could as Chancellor, after taking over taking over his evil older brother, Savannah II. Since then, his friends Zafnar, Fruit Punch, Root Beer, and especially... <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck is going on? What? What? This is incredible, but, like, this is world building. This is like a master class on world building dropped acid. Because <laughs> it's really good, but really odd. <laughs> well, I love that they're in Progress City. Also in Tango City. But <laughs> is it Progress or Tanga? Well, the building's in Tango City, but Savano the Third is Chancellor of Progress City. I mean, I like how how straightforward some of these names are, like Landlord and Progress City. But then, like the rest are soda. <laughs> I like how Savano the Third is the brother of Savano the Second, not the son. So it makes me think that either Savano is maybe a title. Like, or something in this crazy world, or... Maybe since he took over his older brother, he became the third Savano to rule yeah, Progress right. City? That's possibly. I mean, I know that sometimes rulers change their names when they become a different ruler, but I don't know. This is fascinating. I'm really drawn in. I also, I just love these names. Since then, his friends Zafnar, Fruit Punch, Root Beer, and especially Lemon Lime have been helping not only with this job, but with the development of his... Co co, co, co a robot's co was its heart and was one of 
Oh, that's cool. They came up with their own word. Yeah. And one that was raised to be pure and good to be incorruptible. the II had not only been corrupted, but he had tried to devise a new way to corrupt an already pure heart. Thanks to Savano III's new friends, he had not succeeded. But if they were, weren't careful, Savano III might just turn out to be like his predecessor. Oh, wait. Savano the, that's why that since they're robots, that's probably wait. why he's named the third. Oh, like wait. A, is he a, the next model. Are these all robots? I did, well, that just pretty much confirmed it, because he said he, uh, Savano's corrupted heart. Savano's brother was, yeah. So, so okay, so we're just going to have to, we're on, the, we're on the assumption that everyone's a robot. I guess so. And they're all named after sodas. I mean, Except that, that part makes Savano. sense. I mean, haven't you read the Bible? I mean, that's true. I mean, I was originally named A&W. Come on, until you know right that was your there was your christian name your born christian name right until until the the companies came in and copyrighted my my name they copyrighted my name i that's right. why i changed my name to fancy octopus just like, like mine was no. mr pib until i got my degree now now i go by dr pepper Savano II had been Lemon Lime's mentor, but now it seemed like Lemon Lime had become Savano III's mentor. Savano III hoped that Lemon Lime would soon take over the duties of the Chancellor of Progress City. She had a pure and incorruptible heart, but unfortunately, she did not have the same program for leadership he was built with. Her capacity for leadership had to grow in time, and Savano III felt like it was coming along quite nicely, much more nicely than his progress, he thought bitterly, on one hand lightly touching his chest over his co-urinator. Someone knocked on his door lightly. Savano was surprised, as he had sent everyone in his office home when the only things left around should be unbuilt cyber sabers. Come in, he said tentatively. Savano had only met Landlord briefly, but he recognized her. She was pretty hard to forget, as really, especially since she almost always wore the same black t-shirt with the skull and crossbones over it. How, is that what you guys pictured when you thought of Landlord? Absolutely not. <laughs> that was pretty right? interesting. I was thinking someone like in like a... Kind of like a shawl and like a ratty thinking, business dress. Okay. I was kind of picturing like a Russian babushka, like an old Russian grandma, you know, like hunched over, but crotchety. Yeah. But like and with a angry. lot of strength and fire to her. Yeah. Like with a cane so she can hit you. Right. Yes. Like totally not afraid to hit you. Yeah. Like, like you're afraid of this, this, this Russian lady. <laughs> totally. As, as anyone would be. Of any Russian, in fact. However, he remembered her as always being fierce and angry, so he was surprised to see her looking quiet and resigned. Even her intense red eyes were soft. Can I help you? He asked. I need to apply for reassignment. She said. Ah, well, that department has gone home for the day. Finished landlord. When are they coming back? Not until the 26th, said Savano. Why do you need to be reassigned so soon? Because I'll be out of work on the 31st, and I'd not spend a lot of time between jobs. I won't exactly have a place to live after New Year's. Savano offered her a seat across from him, which she took. Maybe I can help you. What exactly is the issue? My boss, you know, the one who owns the building? Which building? Oh, the building. Oh, see, see. The, the one with the monorail in it. 
He's, he's up and decided to fire me as of the new year. And you want to register for a job through Progress City? Yeah, they've got a good track record of fitting jo robots to the jobs. That's true, agreed Savano. I get the feeling, though, that it won't really solve your problem long term. You mean the problem of being shoved into an environment where no one appreciates me? No. I mean the fact that you're an abrasive person. <laughs> God, fucking Savano, this is... That's a little rude. <laughs> Landlord blanched. Hey, is that not true? Maybe you should mind your own business and just keep the professional before I break your face. Maybe you should be a bit more polite to people whose help you need. Mm -mm -mm. I gotta say, that's kind of a dick move, Savano. <laughs> uh, like, are you, I don't know. I don't know if that was out of left field. I mean, you're, ki you're kind of a bitch. I mean, so, it's, he's not like wrong. But it's also like kind of a dick move when someone's like, hey, I need your help. And you're like, hey, well, you know, you haven't been rude to me yet, but you're rude a lot of the time. So are you going to be nice to me now? I don't know. It seems kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it rubs me a little wrong. <laughs> Not that he's wrong. <laughs> right. That makes sense. <clears throat> anyway, Savano tapped his palms on the surface of his desk. I'll register you, but only if you agree to work on that other problem. The abrasive one. I'll try and work on my personality, but I'm not sure what I can do with it. It's pretty much fucking perfect. Okay, I'm I'm on Savano. Okay, I I rescind what I said. I'm on Savano's side. <laughs> I flipped. Thank you. <laughs> Savano shook his head. Well. Uh, We'll have to start later. It's Christmas after all. Landlord rolled her eyes again. Again with the Christmas? What is everyone's obsession with it? It's not like it's even really the date of Christ's bath. It was just there because of the winter suit, so that they could trick Bake into celebrating with them, or something stupid like that. Hmm. Savano pinched his lips. You seem to have an axe to grind about this holiday. I'm just sick of hearing about it like it's the end all be all of winter. <laughs> <laughs> like it's totally incorruptible and perfect. I've never heard but someone like be upset about winter not getting its due praise. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Like it can really be about generosity when all you're doing is spending money on people who already have plenty and then pay lip service to feeding the poor or something stupid like that. I mean, she, go ahead. She's not like totally wrong, <laughs> right? Like, there are many people volunteer to feed the poor. That's true. People do actually do good stuff. It's not just buying, you know. Okay, she. It, I, it's a cynical take, that's for sure. I mean, us college students aren't rich. 
or ex-collegians. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm yeah. not, I appreciate gifts. Right. I feel like the whole, like, Christmas spirit thing is one of the few things in that vein that hasn't, I haven't gotten more cynical towards as I've gotten older because it actually does sometimes be like, oh, wow, people are genuinely better sometimes. They, I guess they are better than normal. So, yeah, uh, yeah it maybe is just an overly cynical take on on the Christmas spirit. So you're saying that's your feeling and you don't care about the fact that um it's that's wrong. I don't I don't care about the fact. I I'll, I I care about my feelings and my feeling is that it's getting colder, not warmer and that people get Baby greedier, not more generous. Down. And I feel scared and and confused right now and these are facts. Let's clip this and say uh facts destroyed by by feelings. <laughs> logic obliterated by feelings <laughs> cyber saber christmas story obliterated my feelings hey this is just a free marketplace of ideas i mean if only i had enough like money Gamergate. to participate if only <laughs> i had enough money to participate in the free marketplace of ideas i mean those pre those ideas cost a lot of money well, see, it's all about access. See, everyone has access. You don't have money. That's not our fault. But as long as you hypothetically have access. It's like healthcare. I mean, it's, tr it's true. If I had money, I could do it. Right. But if I But I don't have money, so I can't. Right, and that's your Wait. fault because you haven't pulled hard enough on your bootstraps. That's true. I mean, I'm laying on the ground and my straps are on my boot. and I've been pulling so hard, but I can't. It's not pulling me up. and It's just pulling me closer to my boots. I don't get it. I keep trying to pull up my bootstraps, and I keep getting close to my boots, which is down. I, I I don't know. You guys are gonna have to show me how to do this. I don't know what I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You let it's, the 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 invisible hand guide you. I, mean, I don't this, I don't this, understand this, what your this, problem is. Everything will self-regulate. By invisible hand, you mean like you're not gonna come over and have Christmas with me? <laughs> it's no. It will self-regulate. It's just like the climate. Just like how climate change is false. Everything self-regulates. So we're not having Christmas together. This is this has been my roundabout way of saying no. Oh. Maybe my cynical take was right. Probably. That's usually the case in life, I've found. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty grim assessment. Said Savano. It seems like you're trying to take the negative and pretend that's all there is. So it's better than ignoring the negative and pretending everything's just perfect. Maybe, said Savano. But shouldn't there be a middle ground? At the very least, isn't it better to acknowledge its faults while still appreciating the good? If nothing else, you'd be a lot happier. Happy is overrated, said Landlord. How would you know if you never have been? Ooh, uh, Ooh. Burn. <laughs> Fucking burned. My name is Savano. I'm a sassy bitch. Savano <laughs> the third, known as the fucking broiler. Yeah, they be, better be careful like of this. corrosion because there's a lot of salt in that room. <laughs> I mean, these robots really got to worry about it. Exactly. <laughs> I've been happy once. I hated it. Hashtag I'm 14 and this is deep. 
Maybe you would that be. I mean, how would you know? Landlord pursed her lips. I don't think I should have to pretend to like something just because everyone else does. No, you don't. But there's a right way and a wrong way to go about it. Savano folded his hands behind his neck and leaned back. I take it you need to get reassigned quickly because you don't have any friends to stay with after you get evicted from your quarters. Dropping truth bombs. Yes. So, you spew venom about something that other people hold in high regard. You torture and belittle your tenants, and you think your only problem is you won't get reassigned quickly enough. Do you have a point? Well, to be honest, I don't think you're going to be getting assigned at all. You've got quite a reputation on this side of the wall, Miss Landlord. I have a proposition for you. Spend Christmas Eve with me, darling. And I'll do everything I can as Chancellor of Progress City to find a job for you. Landlord tilted her head. Really? All I have to do is spend the night... Before a holiday with you, and all my problems are over. Is this about to turn yeah. into like a Me Too situation? Because I'm about to get uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Hey, like rule Harvey thirty-four. Weinstein. Situation. How does that sound? It sounds freaking fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for not swearing. You're fucking welcome. What? What? <laughs> Where did that come from? Do you mind if I let my hair down? Um. It's a bit stifling. I only wear it back when I'm on duty. Okay, this is totally becoming a Me Too thing. Right? (laughs) I have no idea what's happening. So, Savano's like, hey, come spend Christmas with me. And then he's like, you mind if I let my hair down? (laughs) Right. Savano reached behind his head and pulled out, uh, pulled out the, bat, the black elastic holding his ponytail together. He shook out his hair and let it fall to his shoulders. Much better, he said. You look like a chick. Really? With my slacks and sweater vest, my red tie, my broad, flat chest. In my size, 15 feet. I don't know much about chicks. You are one of those. I'm not really a chick. I was built to resemble a woman, but since robots don't reproduce sexually, that doesn't really mean anything. Granted. Landlord shook out her shoulders. So, what are we going to do tonight? Come with me. We're starting at the Hall of Records. This is very interesting. A little, like, essentially someone telling uh, someone who's overly cynical to, to, to cheer up. But, like, a, a better way, I feel like, than just saying cheer up. So that was, in, that was nice.
it's your pal Santi Octopus. That's right, I'm Santa Claus today. Those kids are cheering for me. And you want to know why? Because, uh, you know, we've it's been a great year for us over here at the Fair Gyms Podcast Network. And uh, we wanted to show our uh, show thanks to everyone who's been listening. And in the Christmas spirit, well, what we're really thinking is that um, we just launched a merch store very recently uh, in the last few months. And so we wanted to do a little giveaway, you know, give some gifts out to y'all for, you know, being, you know, for listening along. So um, this this podcast is dropping on December 26th. So essentially the first 10 people to uh, tweet at me, that's at Jim's Buried, you have to tweet at me. And you just you have to tweet at me, and you have to use the following hashtags in the tweet. But the first ten people to do so will get a free uh, Barry Jim's hoodie. Uh, if you want to see what these look like, you know you can go to search for Barry Jim's uh, podcast on Etsy.com. Uh, make sure you search for stores, or you can go to the the, the website uh, BarryJims.Podbean.com. But um, and there's a link there. But yeah, so just uh, include the following hashtags inside your tweet. Uh, the rest of the tweet can be whatever. It can be a quote from the show. It can be a joke. It could be whatever you want it to be. But you have to include these hashtags or else it doesn't count. Hashtag Hagrid DeVito. Hashtag, oh, I wish I got coal this Christmas. Hashtag, huh, this story's old. And hashtag, buried gems, more like. So include all those hashtags and uh, tweet also at me, so at Jim's Barry, include all the hashtags, and use whatever, the remaining characters, do whatever you want with them. They, you can do whatever you want, that's also a gift to you. I'm letting you have the ability to do whatever you want with those characters. And, you know, I'm not going to come in there with my nosy nose and stop you, but, you know. That's uh, just a quick heads up, you know, just go for it. Uh, get a hoodie from uh, Octopus Claws, Santy, Santy guy. Yeah. The Cyber Saber Hall of Records was building on the robotic center was a building on the robotic center campus. Normally it was manned by two Cyber Sabers, but today there was just one woman. Name tag Anario. Lo- locking up just as Savannah and Landlord entered. Evening, said Savano. You're leaving awfully late. Anar- Anario smiled at the Chancellor. Had a few things to do before leaving. Sense will be closed tomorrow. Why? Need something important? I'm a chancellor, said Savano. Everything I need is important. Would you mind opening back up for me and my guests? He put his arm around Landlord's shoulders. She scowled and pushed him away, but said nothing. She handed him the keys. Lock up when you're done, Chancellor, and get here at 8 o'clock on the 26th so I can open. Of course. I wouldn't do this for anyone less than the Chancellor of Progress City. I understand. And if something goes wrong, I'll know exactly who's responsible. You for giving the key away. Hanario smiled at him, and then at Landlord. 
Landlord scowled deep in so much that Anario lost her perk and self-shuffled away quickly with a drawn face. Savannah opened the door and twisted the lock so it clicked behind them. <sighs> what are we doing here, anyway? Landlord said, asked as she ran her claw again along the reception counter. You got some sort of librarian fantasy you need me to help you with? Not even a little, said Savano. I just want to know a bit more about you. In that case, why don't you ask? Because I want truthful answers. Landlord bristled. Why do you think I would lie to you? Savano sat down on the computer and began typing. Because everybody lies sometimes. And when they're as defensive as you date, you are. They never want the uncomfortable truths out there. I'm not defensive. Savannah shook his head. Everything about you is defensive. You haven't been honest once in your entire life. You don't know that. You're right. I don't. He glanced up. But I notice you are attacking the evidence. Not this statement. Landlord huffed and then turned her back to his work, leaning her elbows against the counter. Why do you want to know? I'm trying very hard to understand how people work, how we make connections. You're an anomaly in my life, you understand. You function differently than the other people I know, man or machine. I would be remiss if I didn't at least attempt to understand. After a few short minutes of typing and clicking, she glanced over her shoulder. How did you log on to that anyway? Surely you don't know every password on the campus. Hardly. But I do have a special password that gets me access to any computer on the campus. Really? Landlord couldn't hide her interest. What is it? Oh, it's five four. <laughs> Do you honestly think I tell anybody? Lemon Lime doesn't even know. I didn't think there was anything that little know it all didn't know. There's a lot she doesn't know. She knows that. He reached down and powered off the computer. Come with me. I am sixteen, company twelve, draw three. Your life story. Landlord scowled as they started walking. Why do we still have paper records? You could put all this on a computer and have it take up one millionth of the space. We're working on it, said Savano. Hey, you wouldn't care to take a job transferring written records to digital form, would you? Landlord immediately made a face. I thought not. Savano said before she could respond. They walked through the hall in silence a bit before Savano said, You know, Christmas, Christmas has a long and varied history. It began as early as 300 AD, and its occurrence on the 25th of December is possibly connected to the Epiphany. For many, many years, Christianity was a minority religion. 
During some periods, it had to be celebrated in secret. So that's supposed to make me feel better about how humans corrupted it? No. It's supposed to show you that it's a very layered issue. It's not as simple as Christians converting pagans with an excuse to buy them things. It never is. He stopped in front of a filing cabinet and opened the bottom drawer. Just like you're more complicated than the angry landlady who tortures her tenants for no discernible reason. Uh, it's not very often that you see this, like, someone just, like, an, like an, uh, a work just trying to push the theme of nuance. <laughs> like, this is, right. the, you know? This is like the enlightened centrist uh, manifesto, almost. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's to be fair... Only in, this... in the nuance. Not, it's completely devoid of politics, obviously. But, I mean, in the yeah. fact that it's like, no, oh, no. Things are Yeah, things I mean, it's definitely like, you know... Yeah. yeah? I'm just honestly not trying to pick a bone with religion, but what's the, like, in-world explanation do you guys feel for why, why these robots are religious? Humans programmed them? I suppose... Or maybe they're not really religious, but Christmas was just like a, a, a holdover. But no, but it says for many years of Christianity it was a minority religion. I don't know. Maybe. No, this, they they set- to be, this seems to be in the vein of like not separating Christmas from Christianity. Christianity. Yeah. And it seems like Landlord is saying that it is separated. Not that it's against, but even though she did say she was against Christianity earlier. Huh. Right. This is very interesting. This needs some thinking. Good old thinking. Well, let me put on my thinking cap. Savannah pulled out a folder and opened it. He read it quietly for a moment. <sighs> ah, here you are. Just be. You spent only eight months in the cyber saber nursery before you were deemed fully mature. And turned out there into the world to make your way. Eight months? That's unheard of. I don't think a saber has ever been turned out that quickly. He glanced down at her. Though perhaps I should have taken a bit more time. Oh god, he is just throwing down the flame. <laughs> Landlord I'm elbowed... The, yeah? I'm the M&M to your machine gun, Kelly. Ooh. Rap God. <laughs> I know, I know, I know reference. Landlord elbowed him hard. Savannah didn't flinch. Instead, he sat cross-legged on the floor. Curiously, Landlord peered over his shoulder. So, eight months old and already turned out. Wow. On December the 25th. <gasps> the great Christmas present for you. You must have been happy. Landlord hesitated. I was. She admitted. It was my first Christmas, and I want to go out and party. And did you? She bit her lip. No, I went out recociously, but everyone else was already turning in. 
I got locked out of the boarding house because I wasn't in before eleven without telling the landlady. So I just went down the street, tearing down holly and throwing it into the streets. Why? She frowned. I'm not sure. I just thought it was fun. You got in trouble. She glanced up at him. Is that in my file? Your rest record is. Looks like you spent your first night of freedom in jail. After being confronted by an officer of the law, you got into a shouting match that escalated to a feast of cuffs. They ended up playing you good the next day. That's not how I remember it. Oh? He started it. He shouted first and he threw the first punch. I didn't do nothing. I believe her. I, uh, yeah. But you are tearing down the holly. So that's not an arrestable offense. That's a good but point. It is a, <laughs> it is a killable offense. We'll shoot you for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I gotta say, I'm on, I'm on, I'm back on landlord's side. That's not an arrestable <laughs> offense. You, you give, yeah, like no, that's it ridiculous. is in the south, young man. <laughs> that's why I left. Fucking hate you Holly. You don't take our Lord and Savior Jesus Martin Christ in vain. <laughs> that's Jesus right. Martin Luther Christ. Martin, read your Bible. <laughs> Are you sure you are not shouting first? Wouldn't I remember something like that? Perhaps. You thumb through the folder. Also, it's not illegal to shout at a police officer, is it? Like, that's not arrestable. I mean, we can't really presume to know their legal system. These are robots with feelings. You're right. They, probably have, more, they probably have more rights than we do. These right. are literally so. the uh, the polar opposite of a Ben Shapiro. It's a it's a robot with feelings, unlike him, who's a person with logic. I mean, yeah, actually, so we're all trying to emulate the Ben Shapiro vibe of disproving climate change. So I don't think actually I don't know if we can learn much from this because these are right. These have they have feelings and they're they're like people, and we need to be more like robots with rationality and logic. Right, like Ben Shapiro, who is ironically more like a robot than these characters. I mean, right? I mean, I was expecting Ben Shapiro to show up in here on Robot City, but I mean, he hasn't made a way yet to like, destroy us with his facts and logic. I mean, I am still very much intact. I can see that. You have all eight of your arms. That should be a porn category. <laughs> ben Shapiro destroying you. It's just him <laughs> shouting at porn ben stars. Ben Shapiro crushes some sick liberals. <laughs> he thumbed through the folder. It doesn't look like you got your job until two years later. What were you doing for money between them? Well, I tried to find work as a prostitute. Hey. I w- <laughs> I wasn't going to be a shiftless layabout like some people I know, but everywhere I went, I got turned away. Come on, don't act like they don't have sex robots. I mean, it's I'm just saying it's 
<laughs> I mean, I think that's the subtext. <laughs> so I can say the subtext. Savano <laughs> pulled a handwritten letter out of her, out of his folder. Decipher serial number one four dash three one five six eight nine two. Definitely shows promise. However, she is not adept to work with others. In our interview, she continuously referred to the customers of our table uh, of our business as a rabble. And when we tested her on the out, and we tested her out on the customer, it ended in a shouting match. He said I got his order wrong. Land- Landlord slammed her fist on. Wait, I just realized this. Her name's Landlord, but her original job wasn't being a landlord. Yep. In fact, she's not even a landlord now. She's like a, like a building manager. <laughs> so she was just wow. named Landlord. Man, she really lucked into her role in life, I guess. <laughs> right? She failed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As so many of us do. Landlord slammed her fist on the cabinet. I put no pickles down on the altar. And it came out with pickles. What? Am I supposed to pull the guy's burger apart to make sure? It was the kitchen's fault. He called me a bucket of pots. I called him a failed bullshit. <laughs> and it ended up with me being banned from the property and him getting a gift card to make up for it. I feel like she escalated that one a little bit. Bucket of bolts to failed abortion. <laughs> Well, I would assume a bucket of bolts is a failed abortion for robots. Right, yeah, oh, definitely. Was the customer a human? I would assume so. Oh, so it's it's really not an escalation. It's a one. It's a one. No, one. it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Zafna might have apologized in pity stung, said Savano. Zafna is a wimp. He will let the world walk all over him. I would never do that. So you ended up with no money and no place to live for two years. How did you survive? Well, when society wouldn't give me a job, I had to do something, didn't I? I don't like the way this story starts with a justification. So I was hungry. So I just swiped some fuel from the station that wouldn't hire me because I wasn't a people person. I figured they owed me. Let me guess what happens next. You keep on stealing efforts from people who are wronged you specifically, but eventually you find out you can justify stealing from anyone as long as they vilify humanity and cyber savers in general. You make it sound so unseemly. Just offhand, added Savano. When exactly did you meet Jahan? Well, when I was doing a break in at a convenience store in District 1, I didn't realize they had better security in general than District 18. The cash register was electrified when the building was closed, and I got a nasty shock. That deadened my left arm. I ran away until I was out of the city. I bumped into a robot woman who was picking blackberries that grow on the outskirts. She introduced her as Jihan Setsuko and offered to fix me. 
She blindfolded me and disabled my locationing, then brought me to the house. While he was fixing me, I saw his robotic taxidermy birds, and he mentioned that he was having trouble finding animals to robotify. I offered to bring him some for cash, and he agreed so long as they died naturally. I... He didn't want me killing them. Bummer. But I agreed. So you are getting uh, money finding sick and dead animals, having scoffed, and getting them to Jihan so he could work on his spies. Holy shit, this got really intense out of nowhere. <laughs> I stuffed them myself. Turns out I have a knack for it. To create, to robotify living, you know, organic creatures into robots. So does that make us think that people might have had that happen to them? Is this Sonic? Is yeah. This, did you <laughs> right? guys trick me? Are we in a Sonic world? Gotta go fast! <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. Or what is it? Dr. Dr. Wily. Hello, Dr. Sonic! You haven't met the last of me. <laughs> I gotta go fast. I'm Sonic, the level. I now hero. have all the chaos emeralds. <laughs> I've turned all the sodas into robots. That's okay. I just gotta eat a chili dog first. <laughs> God, I fucking hate the chili dogs. It just seemed like the raddest thing from 1998. Man, remember when Sonic really like even Sonic the restaurant was into chili dogs around that time. Remember they had the they just released like the chili cheese cone like they made a big deal about the chili cheese coney. Oh yeah, right. Actually, okay. What is was there ever a connection? There had to have been a crossover between I Sonic feel like they the restaurant have had a crossover. and Sonic the character. They had to have some promotional thing. Especially since Sonic like liked chili dogs and Sonic's best thing was chili and, dogs. I mean, they had rings. there had to be something. And they have good onion rings? Oh my god. I mean, if there isn't one, they need to do it now. This is a good time to talk about our sponsor, Sonic Restaurant. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time. Sonic the Hedgehog, the drive-in. It did sound like a plug because uh I I was getting hungry actually. I wanted Sonic now. And I want to play Sega Genesis. This is effective marketing. There we go. I stuffed them myself. Turns out, I have a knack for it. And Jihan paid well enough, so I usually had a place to crash. Didn't know where he got the money, but I never asked. I mean, I wouldn't want anyone to ask me what I was doing, so... So how did you end up in the apartment complex? You don't actually own it, I hear. No. So you're not really a landlord. These are the hard-hitting questions we want answered. Technically, no. But I represent him in every way. Not in every way, I believe. Isn't that why he's dominating your employment contract? So tell me, how did you get the job? The old man, the owner, wanted to retire. Nobody else signed up for the job. The owner is a doddering old fool, by the way. Half blind and nearly deaf. So our phone conversation was a little weird. He didn't hear a word I said, just asked me if I knew how to manage leases and collect rent. 
I did, and I could. So I had the job. Eventually, I got complete control over everything that went on in the building. Well, except in the apartments themselves. But we were working on that. And then the universe was in alignment, right? You were cheated out of jobs, so you bounced it out by stealing what you needed. Now you had a job, so you no longer needed to steal. The universe was all balanced out, right? Landlord snorted. <laughs> Not hardly. Life had been keeping me down since day one. And if there's one thing I'd learn, it's no one can kick you if you get them on the ground first, so to speak. Instead of trying to make the world a better place by, I don't know, using your authority to help people and inspire them to kindness, and be a doormat like Lemon Lime, or that other friend of theirs, that Moviette, what's his name, Root Beer. No, thank you, ma'am. I wouldn't give anyone the satisfaction of kicking me down. So you're happy being hated. You've never care once cared that you don't have any friends. I don't need friends, said Landlord. I need fear. It's so much easier to get people to do what you want if they fear you, instead of trying to maintain some friendship where they suck the life out of you as much as you give you something for it. That's a pretty grim assessment of friendship, said Savano. And what do you know about friendship? You're barely a year old. You haven't even smiled for the first Wait, time. Savano's a year old? What? He's running a city? <laughs> well, he took over from his... Again, they only have to stay in nurse robot nursery for a couple months. That's true. I guess I keep forgetting that they're robots and that they could just be like flashed all this stuff. Like age doesn't really matter, right? No, not at all. Savano's face seemed to darken. I think we're finished here, he said. I want to try something else. You're the boss. Savannah neatly put the records away in the filing cabinet before leaving with Landlord. It was quiet and empty inside the hall. Neither of them spoke. The only sound was of their footsteps echoing off the tile floor and bouncing down the corridors of the metal cabinets. Here, too, it was decorated for Christmas with miniature trees and baubles strung along the halls made by rows and rows of files. No, but a few hours ago were people... No, but a few... Not but a few hours ago were people busy working and chatting about what fun they would have once they were off work and the holiday began. Now they were at their homes living it. Landlord shuddered a bit. The thought of all those hypocrites happy at home made her sick. She really couldn't stand people sometimes. Savano locked up the building tight and they went back to his office in the robotic center. Why don't you get some rest? He offered. I'm heading down to one of the control set centers. Landlord flopped back on the couch in the office, her feet up on the armrest. She didn't shut herself down, though. Instead, she began to think about everything she heard. 
Wally, when he abridged everything and put it all together like that, it kind of made her sound like a rotten person without cause. But she did have a cause. She was the way she was because the world was the same way. What wasn't in her records, what Savano didn't know, was that she had tried the whole friendship thing before and hated it. People were so dull, talking on and on about not just boring things, but the most inconsequential things, immersing themselves in the most pointless and ridiculous activities imaginable, like this podcast. Maybe enjoying the company <laughs> of others was good for... It was good for simpletons, but it wasn't for her. Still, this, very, this definitely has R slash I am very smart energy to it. That too. I mean, Landlord is definitely like very, very deep and very smart and very badass. We can all tell. She would shoot death. <laughs> I mean, she's just way above me for sure. That's obvious. Yeah. Still, she felt something nagging at the corner of her mind that she couldn't quite place about how Zafnar was never out of the company of his companions and how different he was now than he had the, that he had them than he was the first 10 years she'd known him when he lived alone. Personality-wise, he was the same ridiculous fool he'd always been, but something about the way his whole being lit up when he's around that girl or his sister or even the chancellor bothered Landlord in a way different than everything else was bothering her. Eventually, she did go into idle mode. When Savano came back into the office and gently shook her awake, she grabbed his arm with her claw, squeezing so hard that the sharp edge cut into her synthetic skin. Oh my god. Calm down, oh. Savano. Good morning to you too, said Savano. And Merry Christmas. Are you going to help me find a drop? I'm already working on something, he replied. But I was thinking of something you said last night. About how you didn't need people to be your friends. You needed them to fear you. Yes. They fear you. When you speak to them face to face. They do. Replied Landlord. You should see them cower when I come thundering in. Did you ever wonder how they talk about you when you're not there? Sometimes. Said Landlord. I'd like to know specifically what it's about. I do that makes them cower. Would you like to see how they talk about you when you aren't listening? Of course, but the government won't let me bug their apartments. Come with me. Landlord got up and followed Savano out of the office and through the building. As he led the way, he spoke. Lemon lime has a special transmitter on a brain that I can act We've discussed this and it was her idea. For me to be able to look in on what she's doing and how she interacts with her friends. What kind of fucking dystopia are we in? She thinks it's good for me. All I have to do is plug it to a computer and I get a direct hook up to her brain. I can see everything she sees and hear what she hears. So long as she's anywhere above ground in Tango or Progress City. He led her up into a computer lab and sat her down at the terminal. There were six cords coming out from under the monitor. Savannah took one cord and opened up, the, opened up a flap on his stomach, under a sweater vest. Plug this into your audio port. He said, gesturing to one of the other cords. And this one into your video, and here's the one for, I know what the cords are for. Landlord snapped. Her ports were in her chest, where, he, where her heart should be. She pulled her collar, down her collar, opened her skin, and plugged in. It's 10.30 now, said Savano. She shall be at the video store with Zafnar and her friends. She'll know you're listening in. 
but she won't, but she won't know who you are, and she doesn't care if I listen in. She'll be mad if she finds out. Savannah raised his eyebrow. And this is something that bothers you ethically? No, just surprised it doesn't bother you. Given the circumstances, I think she would understand. Savannah hit a few keys in the terminal, and suddenly the world around Landlord changed. It was very strange. She felt like she was standing right in the middle of the video store, leaning on the counter. She could feel the counter under her elbows, see the rows of shelves, recognize her legs were, legs were ca- crossed casually, yet she could not turn her head to look around, couldn't move her arms. She was a passenger in Lemon Lime's head, someone who could experience the surroundings but not influence them in any way. Fruit Punch was sitting on the counter, cross-legged. I give up, she said. How does Santa's accountant value his sleigh? Rootbeer, who was kneeling on the ground in front of the candy shelf by the counter, replied evenly. <laughs> Net present value. Zafnar barked out a loud hyena-like laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Landlord, or rather Lemon Line, turned to look at him. Do you even get it? Zafnar shook his head. No, but it's still funny. Lemon Line laughed her normal, dainty laugh. (laughs) But seriously, are you really going to stay open the whole four hours? It's been half an hour and no one's come yet. Fruit Punch fluffed her hair absentmindedly as she talked. Yep, said Zafnar. It's so boring, I could die. You don't have to stay if you don't want to. But I ha- want to hang out with you guys, said Fruit Punch. I want to go to G-Hands and do Christmas stuff together. Speaking of, said Rootbeer, casually, though with a serious undertone. I heard you invited someone else to come with us. Yeah, said Zafnar. Landlord. Any particular reason? Zafnar shrugged. Because it's Christmas, I want to extend the olive branch, that's all. She's not coming, is she? Not as far as I know. God, said Rootpeer. Landlord felt smugly proud. She's such an annoying... Brat. The smugness fell away quickly. I know, said Fruit Punch. She's always swooping in like a bat and cackling like some kind of cartoon witch. I don't know how you stand it, Lem. My apartment's run by such a sweet old lady. She gave me a tray of cookies for Christmas. I mean, I can't eat them, but you know. She misses you too. Always asks about you. Now, what do you think happens to a bot to make them turn out so sour? Rootbeer wondered out loud. Well, she's lonely, said Zafnar. She isn't good at getting close to people, so she pushes them away so it doesn't look like it's her fault. That's not true. Landlord barked, though no one heard her but Savano. Mostly, I just feel sorry for her. Zafnar continued. I mean, I don't think she's happy. I don't know. 
I don't like having to see other people when they are happy. That's why you're such a ray of sunshine, said Rootbeer. Safnar looked at him like he wasn't sure if he was making fun or not. She's not your responsibility, said Fruit Punch. Just leave her be. Don't let her drag you into a downward spiral. Landlord pulled the cords out of her chest, and she was back in her lab. She felt too hot. Her mind was spinning. I'm not feared, she thought. Landlord? Savano asked cautiously. I'm pitied. She said it with disgust. You can't be surprised. I'm pitied. She repeated, unable to believe it. Savano put an arm on her shoulder. Landlord pulled it away. Don't touch me. I want to show you one more thing. Savano said quietly. He helped her up and then led her by the shoulders out of the room and down the hall, out the building, and into the old storage facility backing up onto the building. I was born here, said Savano as they went inside. The storage facility was big enough to hold all the ideas and planes you could possibly imagine. All the ideas of the past, the failures, the prototypes, the half-finished projects that had run out of funding or support. All of them were here. This is what happens to machines when they run out, said Savano. Someday, when you live on the street, you'll be scooped up by junk collectors and left to rot here. If you aren't recycled... Why are you showing me this? A humble reminder. You're no better than any of everyone else. You all end up in the same place. If that's true, then it doesn't matter what I do with the time before that happens. That goody two-shoes lemon lime isn't any better than me. She's happy. Landlord bit her lip. I already told you. You told me. But you don't believe it, do you? I surely do. You'll keep telling yourself that. Savannah reached into his pocket and pulled out a small hair elastic. Then he swept back his hair into a ponytail. I, meanwhile, will spend today finding a job for you, as I promised. I'll also prepare you some appeal papers to contest your domination should you want to try staying at your job. He left Landlord alone in the storage room, then with her thoughts. Jahan's Christmas dinner was ready at 4 o'clock, an hour after Zafar, Lemon Line, Fruit Punch, and Root Beer arrived. It was a small dinner as only two of the six people in the house were actually eating it, but merry nonetheless. After, okay, so who are the humans? Zafnar and... Wait, okay. Jahan? I'm confused on who, which ones are which. Humans. So we know Lim Lime's a robot. Is it the drink names or the, I mean, the, yeah, the drink names are robots. Okay. But Landlord so and Jahan are also robots, so I'm, can, I'm not sure. Huh. Hmm. It was a small dinner, as only two of the six people in the house were actually eating it, but merry nonetheless. After dinner, they gathered around the piano for some traditional Christmas caroling. So I think Jihan and Zafnar are the only two humans. Yeah, that that would trap. I think so. Uh oh, this is this is this is a I wouldn't call this a this is a more definitely more of a Christian Christmas carol. You guys want to join me in on this one? I thought you were never going to ask. 
Hail the heaven, born prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness. Light and life, all he brings. Risen with healing in his wings. While he lays his glory by. He lays his glory may die. Born to raise the sons of God. Born to give them second birth. On the arrow angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Hark, the arrow angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. That's a pretty. I just want to let you know. Discover the tune of that. Yeah, yeah, that's the actual tune. Did we just luck I, into the actual melody? I accidentally muted and deaf myself from the Discord, but I kept on key. So oh, you know, perfect! This is gonna be. We should have important. a beautiful thing going on. That's uh, important. When the time comes, I feel like that's a bit heavy of a of a Christmas carol to sing at home with your friends. Hallelujah! Like ha! Like this is very much like the Christmas carol they sing at like the play at the church. On Christmas. Oh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> like with the can where everyone has a candle. Yeah. <laughs> everyone has They turn the lights off and you can only see the candles and everyone just sings Hark the Herald Angels Sing. <laughs> Those Afnar's lyrics were a bit different. All of the voices blended together during the final two lines. As Jahan played the last chord, there was a pounding on the door. Jahan glanced around, surprised. <sighs> Expecting anyone else, dear? Setsuko, leaning against the piano, asked. No, said Jahan. No one else RSVP'd positively. I'll get it, said Safnar. Halfway to the door, it opened up without him. Landlord had kicked it open and swaggered in, wearing a green sweater and carrying a canvas grocery bag. Feliz Navidad, <laughs> losers. This sounds like she's about to bully them. <laughs> like, All right, losers. Come Who on. wants their first holiday punch? <laughs> <laughs> she. I just imagine like the fucking like death metal starts playing in the background, like. <laughs> yeah, she becomes like a middle school gym teacher. She's like, "All right, Bicknell, you better get up that rope, or you're not getting a present this year." <laughs> <laughs> she called out. Uh, oh, said Jahan. Safnar mentioned he invited you, but I was under the impression you weren't coming. I had some stuff to do. She replied airily. So what's going on? We're, we're caroling, said Jahan. Wanna join us? I'll sit in, but I won't sing. She dropped the bag next to the tree. Uh, what's there? Asked Zafnar. It's your Christmas present. She replied. Zafnar edged over to the tree. Lemon Lime laughed. You're such a child sometimes, aren't you, Zafnar? Landlord opened up the bag. There was a grocery open, so I brought some human food for the party's host, she said. 
some sugar cookies, some slices of ham, a cabbage. That's human food, right? Suzuko put a hand in front of her mouth to cover the laugh. Uh, and I got a present for you, Zafna. She pulled out a white envelope. What is it? A gift certificate? Zafnar opened it and pulled out a check for 400 jangles. No. The, the landlord said, said landlord unnecessarily. 400. He paused, trying to recall the significance of the number. It's my security deposit. He realized. Yuppers, said landlord. I Thank you. He opened his arms and went to hug her, but her poisonous glare had him put his arms right back at his sides. Give it back on Monday, and it can go back to doing what it was meant to do. Covering any damage, you irresponsible cockroaches inflict on my beautiful apartment. Uh, Merry Christmas to you too, said Zafnar. She sat down on the chair and listened as Jahan began playing O Come, O Come Emmanuel. With Lemon Lime singing along, Landlord closed her eyes and imagined that this was how it could always be, as the, and that if she tried ha hard enough, she could really be, she could one day really be, for the first time in her life, truly happy. The end. What's the significance? <laughs> What's the point of giving him his 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 uh, uh security deposit if he's just gonna have to take it again? I don't know. Um. Yeah. I really wish the last two percent of this story had been better. But, uh, I really don't understand the ending. Yeah, I don't... She, is, it, is, it she, is it, like, tongue-in-cheek? Like, oh, I'm gonna still... But I'm still gonna pretend st to be the bad, crotchety old guy, and you guys are still... Because I want to keep those roles alive, but you know I have a heart of gold. I don't know. I mean, I just, I just like this gift. He's like... 400 jangles, and he's like, it's your security deposit, which, by the way, I'm going to need that back Monday, um, so you right. don't spend it. Um, well, I don't know if it's a joke or not. That's my thing. Like, is it is supposed to joke? be a joke? I mean, it's not a good joke. It could be a joke, no. though. I mean, obviously, I the way she phrased it was exaggerated. Like, any damage, you irresponsible cockroach. Like, it's, being, it's at least tongue-in-cheek. I feel like, yeah, I think that part's the supposed to be a little more tongue-in-cheek. So, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, I also think it's just weird. Like, you wouldn't... That's not a good gift. Like, you wouldn't give someone the security deposit back unless they have, they're they going to keep it, keep it, right? Because, like, the whole point of security deposit is so that they don't break anything. I don't know. I, also, right. they, they're choosing some interesting Christmas carols to sing. Uh, hark, come hither, hark, hear the angels sing, and O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. <laughs> These are, like, intense. They are. They are. Yeah. So, uh, what'd you guys think of this uh, of this Christmas story? I am a big fan. I honestly thought this was really good writing. Uh, world building, top notch. Um, I really like the whole futuristic robot. Some people are robots, some people are not, but still pretty normal-ish as far as like actual interactions and things. Um, yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of really good stuff in here. Uh, proper gent? I thought this was extremely weird. 
<laughs> I am confused. I like don't get me wrong. There's a basis of a good story here, as far as um, I think it's written perfectly well. I think you know the dialogue was actually somewhat interesting. My biggest problem is just that I have no idea what the fuck happened in the story, and. That's probably the biggest criticism you can probably get. I mean, it's good that it's entertaining. I, I know I've complained before about being boring. I wasn't bored. I was just confused. So. Yeah, okay. I, I gotta agree that um, it's kind of hard to... Like, it is weird. And one, I, at first, when the names were coming out, it seemed lazy. But as they went through and the more of the names came through, I kind of liked the weirdness of the names. Like, it really stood out to me. Um... And I also like, I also kind of like, I think they might have chosen Landlord as a name to try and like really like tie home that connection to the original Christmas story. But I mean, I don't think that's nece- necessary, but I mean, I, I don't know. I like the names. Um, other than that, I do think that I think we all agree that the writing's pretty solid. Like it's good technique, uh, that there's definitely a chance for a good story here. And I do like the fact that like the robots were actually used to some degree that were unique and well, but it is just. I don't know. It can. It did confuse me a little bit. <laughs> where it's just like it's kind of like this almost like philosophic, like mild philosophical discussion between like two people, like just like a like a mild philosophical conversation of like, do you need to be nice to people on Christmas? Which is right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. A mild philosophical discussion. Because that's kind of what it was, right? It was just two people talking to each other. Yeah. And it was, it was like, yeah, because it was a philosophical back and forth, yet it also wasn't like, oh, and there's the stakes are the worlds that, you know, we have to like fix some massive conflict. I mean, it was very down to earth. Yeah, it was like, hey, you, you're kind of, you, you need to be a little nicer to people. Yeah. Okay, uh... Yeah, uh, overall I liked it. Yeah, I, I definitely can see the confusion angle though because it was a, it was a bit out there. Um, yeah, I, I think I give it a score of probably a two point five out of five. Okay, so you know I think I definitely think it, the pot the greatest strengths it had was the sense of uh, like writing. I would say it's more the technical stuff um, and some of the wackiness I did appreciate, but sep- definitely some of the huge drawbacks were just a sense of pace story and like what was even really going on just the flow of it i didn't think i think it was a little i uh, savano didn't need, even need to be a character that exit like why even have zafnar rupier and all these characters if they were just going to be so minor that didn't even matter world building yeah there's some world building but i do kind of see the point that he's she's going that proper uh, going out here um yeah i don't know i do Hmm, it is interesting world building. I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna have to bump it up to yeah, a, but just yeah, just saying world building as your answer for like literally having some characters that don't have anything to do with. I mean, I, do, I think that's just lazy, right? I do. I do wish that the, there was more interaction between like. I know that like this followed the original template of the Christmas story pretty strictly. So if they did something like maybe if uh. As a uh, landlord had more interactions directly with root beer and fruit punch, uh, that would be you know I I think that would have helped help some of that issue where like you have more like, and then we wouldn't just be you know trapped inside the hall of records like they could have done like the Christmas present is like landlord fumes out and like goes and like goes to the video store and like has an altercation with fruit punch or whatever or like overhears it or something, 
But yeah, I, I really liked some of the wackiness. Like I first said, yeah, like I said, I like the name, so I'm gonna bump it up to a three. Um, what about you, Charlie? Oh, I'm gonna give this a good old four out of five. I, I was really impressed with this. Now, maybe maybe my standards have been uh, lowered a little bit from reading too many high school essays, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say four out of five. Very very enjoyable, good Christmas theme and everything. I hear the criticisms. I don't disagree with what I don't uh, I don't like I think the opposite of the criticisms you guys are making. I just think it for me they don't detract at all from my enjoyment of it. Okay, so, so that gives us an average of plus four three, three, right? divided by three three yeah three yeah. essentially yeah. Uh, what do you what do you give it? I give it a three. It's it, it comes out to like three point one six repeating, so like three and an eighth or something. So let's just give it, give it a three. Yeah, I'm gonna drop my score down to a two <laughs> just to give it a solid three. Because I am legitimately like really, you're gonna give this a four out of five. So like it's almost like a level of Harry Potter. There's no way. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. Robert just likes to manipulate. Reason, I'm just gonna scores. raise mine to a. 4.5 or something. <laughs> We're going to do this. I'm going to have a th- two, a three, and it's going to be like 4.9 and then one point, and like 0.1. Yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? I'll do it. I don't give a shit. We're just going to average. He definitely, he has less to go up than I have to go down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so we're averaging at a three, it looks like. Co- <laughs> yeah. And this is what happens when you have strategic voting and that's why I think I think that's the real moral of the story. Maybe we should get ranked. All I'm saying is that the, the 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 moral of the story is that there wasn't a moral to the story. The moral of the story is that feelings don't care about your facts, and the climate change, the science Can we just is talk still about out. How awkward that the Chris the, that the Christian drops were. That was a little like, awkward. Like like it was extremely awkward. I agree. It was I like, agree. It's like, why are you trying to defend Christianity and a sci-fi punk, like, yeah. you know, futuristic, like, this is unnecessary. Yeah. Also, the weird, the why weird... is a sci-fi world not built on digital? <laughs> and why do they have blockbusters? <laughs> we already discussed that. It was to why control wor- the masses. <laughs> so they can grow humans or synthetic cyber sabers. They can build robots, but God forbid they put everything on a floppy disk. It's to control the populace. If you have it all in Blockbuster, it's easier to maintain. You realize that these robots were literally born out of a factory, and then they started writing on paper their records. I mean... I actually... I do agree about the Christian drops. They seem really contrived, but also... It's not even just that. It's also that I wasn't even sure what the author's with the tone they were trying to insert because there was one point where i thought the christian drops were trying to like insult christianity and then there were times where i thought it was trying to clearly make it a christian story yeah i mean it is a christian story i think at the end it clarifies that i think i think it did yeah i get that now but at the very beginning there were one or two comments that seemed weirdly like kind of trying to show christianity as like it was arcane and such yeah, I think once we start singing Hark the Herald Angels Sing, I think it very disambiguates to where it's obviously a Christian yeah, story. Yeah, that's true. Well, also that the villain of the story is the only one that hates Christmas. That too. I mean, that's a pretty... I mean, that was that was pretty early on. Yeah. But we didn't know that until uh, Savano 
Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of wish, honestly. What do you mean we didn't know that? She literally in the first thing. No, I, no, no we didn't know the fuck ever. We didn't know that she was going to be the only villain. <laughs> uh, That's true. So, and I would but say yeah, actually at the very villains. beginning when she was on the phone getting basically fired, I thought for a second that it was going to be like Satan or the devil. And it was going to say that that was her boss. Like, she was working for the Oh, devil. that would have been cool. That's because you read a better story called Teddy Bear Blues. <laughs> and you are warped. Oh, yes. Uh, with your decision so making. So, I would definitely say uh, The Great Alley, if you're listening. Uh, you have some good world here. You make another story with these characters. Maybe with more action in it. Like, you know, maybe maybe tell a story well, is about... Is this a Christmas special? Like, is this, like, does he, she have? Or uh, I mean, this is the only story she has on Fiction Press. I'm, I'm going to go check uh, out her fan fiction to see if she has some other stuff later, but... Um, stories, I know all good stories do this, but it seems like these are already established characters. Also, yeah, that's the thing, too. I completely agree with you, Charlie. Like, literally, there was a sentence where, like, and all these characters we just heard about deposed of the evil Savannah the Second. I'm like, I want that That's what I'm saying. This one. We want that one. <laughs> like, I want to hear about that. No, yeah. I want that one instead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I <laughs> instead. didn't want this one. In but... place of. Yeah. Oh, she's he got wants a lot that of to, like, wipe fiction. out. You know what? I shouldn't complain. Her. Sierra the Robot Part 6 is, you know, the not-too-distant future. And they have Space Wars. Space Wars. Christian over. Space Wars, nonetheless. And maybe in the future we'll also get School Shooting, New Dawn Part Oh, whatever, I actually, whatever. I have good news. I have New Dawn's chapters two and three. Oh. Oh my god. We're gonna have some more school shootings, baby. <laughs> That's all we do here. It's like reading. God, we're really becoming a microcosm of the American it? dream. The country. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all Ben Shapiro and, and school, sh- school shootings. <laughs> do you think the, the uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure most fanfic writers are probably Ben Shapiro fans. I can't prove it. I feel like they're I, I feel like most of them are Ben Shapiro. That's true, and I was actually a little bit disappointed at the beginning when my present didn't turn out to be an AR-15 with an embroidered Bible verse in the stock. True. You, wait, you didn't get that? No, I didn't. I was disappointed, and I'm not going to lie. Well, I, I think that might have been a male mix-up, because I definitely got mine from Ben Shapiro. I got one of those, too, and, it, and it, it, it definitely said, you know, it had a great Bible verse at the bottom, which I thought was a little weird, but, you know, because I asked for a Torah verse, but, you know, I can't read Hebrew anyway, so I guess it's better. Yeah, it was really, we- it was really weird, because I thought Ben Shapiro was Jewish, but, uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> definitely a New Testament quote. Well, I mean, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I, I remember none of these fanfic writers can be Ben Shapiro, um, because they they have too good of they have too good of stories. But <laughs> wow, I know, poor Benny boy. Anyway, you're spitting fire. Uh, yeah, let's just say um we we disproven climate change. I think we've done that. I mean we 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 did that right. Climate change has been disproved. Sweet. So, uh, with that, we have completed our Christmas goals here. We have we have learned the spirit of Christmas. We have made a, a an angry landlord robot happy, and we've uh, and we've uh, disproven climate change and liberated Hong Kong. I mean, this has been a quite the Christmas special for all of you out there. Merry holidays. Hashtag boycott Blizzard. Hashtag boycott Blizzard. Uh, any Diablo Four still hasn't been announced. I don't Win- care about the Hong Kong thing. I already freed it. Yeah, but, but th- winter is here. 
Uh, any? Actually, I'm I'm waiting for Diablo Five. I'm waiting early. Sweet. Any? Let's let's get into plugs. Uh, any plugs for y'all two? I am going to plug this fork into this outlet. So wish me the best. Make sure you wear. Make sure you want to get your hand nice and wet when you do that. Like get it as wet. Oh, as possible. I, I I just took a shower, Perfect. so I got that. And cover. you're standing on metal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> He's probably fine. Uh, Charlie, any plugs? <laughs> oh, uh, no, just earplugs. Just earplugs. Those are solid. Don't no. for, uh, just a quick PSA. Uh, don't forget your earplugs. That is all. Is that it? That is all. Okay, cool. Uh, I wish I had that PSA earlier because I forgot something the other day and it really ruined it. Um, what? Uh, looks like proper gent is uh he's convulsing a little bit, but I mean that's normal. That's what people do at times. <laughs> uh, uh. I mean, he needs earplugs. Doctors are way too expensive these days to to call him over something as little as this. Uh, plugs for me. Uh, uh, my episode of the Matt Hawker show finally came out in october so you can go check that out and it'll probably be the episode on the top of the list for a while so feel free to go listen to that um first impressions music podcast is still going so if you want to check out some new music go listen to that and go to our patreon where we have uh, more exclusive content we have um uh an exclusive interview about my backstory as escaping the miami aquarium and uh, we'll also hopefully have some more profiles up and hopefully have um, I'm looking into a deep dive that might go up there or possibly on the as a future episode. So uh, keep up with that. Uh, any last statements from uh, the dying proper gent or uh, the literary expert Charlie before we head out? I concur. Hey, the stories, you know, they might take off. And if you have any other stories you think might take off, feel free to email them to us at buriedgympodcast at gmail.com. 